Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. It is absolutely necessary that we all get together, we work together, we respect each other, we like and love each other. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and internet history. I'm getting tired of people running from me in the ring. Mike Tyson, uh, Holyfield, you a bunch of bums. Stand up and be a man and fight a real fighter. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports by Lion Studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. 37 makes that 38 plus years now of being often imitated but hardly duplicated. That's right, knocking out all bums straight up. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to the longest running fight show in history. Of course, we are just on the, wow, what can I say last night? If you were into action and drama, that fight last night between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder that went 11 rounds and went into the 11th round was was that all that and more. I mean, it wasn't a, a great display of heavyweight skills. It wasn't Muhammad Ali. It wasn't Vladimir Klitschko. It wasn't Joe Lewis even. It was just two guys, rock'em, sock'em robots for the most part. It ended in round 11. Both guys were down. We'll talk about that in depth. We'll hear from Tyson Fury. We're bringing the retired HBO godfather Larry Merchant. We'll go across the pond and bring in Sir Kenneth Rainford from the UK in hour number two. Straight up, we got it all going on today on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Open phone lines all around the planet. I uh, do this at the top of each hour. You can join us in, in part if you'd like. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, there's also the guilt-free no-commitment text line. That number, 415-275-1613. That's the text line here in the studio. Once again, 415-275-1613. What can I say? You couldn't you couldn't go wrong. If you watched that fight last night, can I say... You were electrified. I was. We'll talk about that in depth and hear from Tyson Fury after the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. Somehow you know there's much more to the trip. What is hip? Tell me, tell me if you think you know. What is hip? If you really hip, the passing of years will show you in a hip trip. Maybe hip in the hip. If you've got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time. So why waste it at the post office? 
Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. No special equipment required. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. You'll even get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. And their new rate advisor tool lets you compare shipping rates across carriers so you always find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and when you go to Stamps.com and use offer code FOCUS, you'll receive a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter code FOCUS. That's Stamps.com, promo code FOCUS. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Can I get a weight reading on the cat in exam three? Zuri needs a new vet tech after their current one literally moved to a farm. But finding an ideal replacement takes some training. This is like hurting cats. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Schedule virtual interviews and talk to candidates right from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. iHeartRadio loves music, so let's count the ways. Over 20 million songs from 800,000 artists, all free. And like Pandora, you can create your own custom station from any of those 800,000 artists. Just tell us an artist or even a song that you like, and we'll build a custom playlist for you. Add to that thousands of the best live radio stations, and you'll never have to worry about finding the perfect song for your commute, mood, or party. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download our iHeartRadio app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. It's a certain toughness inside of Tyson Fury. Don't ever, ever, ever miss me. Tyson, anyone say he's all three just in that. But I know him personally. He's lived with me in my home, too. Uh, and he stayed with me. And I've trained Latimer. I've had them all together. He is maybe the toughest. Once he settles down on a solid training program, whichever way else, and really gets into it, it's just boxing, with his natural talent and uh, his per- engaging personality and his physical size, He's going to be a big, big, big factor in boxing. I've, I've always said that after Latimer, he's going to be the next dominant heavyweight. But there's one kid in America that no one speaks of, and that's uh, Deontay Wilder. He was on the Olympic team. He loves it, the big kid. And I've had the fortune of he's came and trained with me before, too. And he's it's a big kid. He's bigger than Latimer, too. But he's got good speed and power. And I think best talent. 
best talent is still going to be Tyson and Deontay Wilder. The late gold father from the Kronk Gym, Emmanuel Stewart, talking up Tyson Fury and, of course, Deontay Wilder. And, of course, last night they uh, were the main event, no doubt about that. I mean, wow. All you can say is that it wasn't like skill versus skill. It was sort of like man versus man, mono v. mono. Uh, they went 11 rounds, or they went into the 11th round. Tyson Fury would eventually win, but there were lots of knockdowns involved straight up. Let's bring in the retired HBO godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant himself. Larry was a, um, it was, it was like knocked down, dragged down like rock'em sock'em robots there for a while. Well, I think of it as an epic brawl. Um, you know, it's the heavyweight championship fight of your dreams. <laughs> and, um, it was entertaining. It was revealing. And, um, you never knew what was going to happen from second to second, and uh, the better man won. It, the drama. I don't think I've had that much drama in a fight in a long time. I watch it in a sports bar with sailors and tourists down at the old, right next to the Hungry Eye, or take that back, what used to be the Hungry Eye on North Beach. And um, it, it, it was amazing watching that sports bar atmosphere. It was just like, unbelievable. Really? Yeah. People cheering and and ooing and aahing. People going nuts. People, non-boxing fans watching the screen going, ah, they were like blown away by it. And, and some, even the strippers. <laughs> <laughs> well, those two guys stripped themselves down to their uh, cores, uh, and they gave us a hell of a show. Okay. Um, you know, I, being a former boxer, I saw the, the different strategy of Deontay Wilder to come out and try to jab to the body, but unfortunately his jabs weren't straight and he was countered this and that, so he sort of had to give that up real quick. Um, and then he got tired real fast, Larry. I mean, Deontay was beyond tired, and I just, I, I've always questioned his dedication as far as his training is concerned. Mark Breland said he didn't like to do the, he didn't like to do bag work. He didn't like to do long running. He didn't like to do jump and rope. I mean, this and that. These are all fundam fundamentals and conditioning for a boxer. Well, uh, he did pretty good for a guy who, uh, okay. did all that bad stuff or didn't do. Um, and he laid it all out. But the man opposite him, Tyson Fury, just is a little too big and a little too savvy, and he just got a. If I wore a hat, I would tip it to both of them. Good way to put that. Tip tip it both to the challenger and the former champion. I mean, the champion and the former champion, Mr. Deontay Wilder, bronze medals, of course, from 2004. Tyson Fury was very, um, very emotional post-fight. Let's check this out. On behalf of boxing fans everywhere, thank you for giving us a trilogy worthy of boxing history. What are you and Deontay made of? Because there was five knockdowns, and this fight could have ended at any moment. Well, like the great John Wayne said, I'm made of pig iron and steel, baby. Walk me through what got you up twice after you had put him down. First of all, I'd just like to say thank you to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus, I won this fight tonight again. I give him the glory, he gives me the victory. 
It made my legs strong. I was down a couple of times. I was hurt. Wilder's a strong puncher, and he's a tough man. I was hitting him with some big shots, and my Lord and Savior rose me to my feet tonight to give him the glory. Is there a level of respect now after sharing the ring for a total of 33 rounds? You know, it was a great fight tonight. It was worthy of any trilogy in the history of the sport. You know, I'm not going to make any excuses. Wilder's a top fighter. He gave me a real run for me only tonight. And I always said, I'm the best in the world and he's the second best. You know, he's got no love for me, Deontay Wilder. Because you know why? Because I beat him three times. And it's like, I'm a sportsman. I went over to him to show some love and respect. And he didn't want to give it back. So that's, that's his problem. I'll pray for him so God will soften his heart. But you know what? I want to thank everybody in this building tonight who came out to show love for my sport, boxing. Thank you to every man, woman and child in the building tonight. Great fight, October 9th, 2021. We'll go down to history as a great fight, I, I hope, anyway. It sure will, and that begs the question, what is next for the Gypsy King? You are the WBC champ. I'm the WBC champ, Ring Magazine champion and lineal champion. You know what, I've got to say thank you to my trainer, Sugar Hill, because if it wasn't for Sugar, at America's home, Detroit's home, I wouldn't have got through that fight tonight. He told me, he said, get your jab working, big dog, and shoot that right hand down the middle. He said, in the, only the big dogs pull it out late on in fights. And I said, yes, I got you. And I went out and pulled it out of the bag. So, big shout out to me dad, me mum, me kids all watching. I know you've got your hearts in your mouth tonight, but don't ever doubt me. When the chips are down, I can always deliver. Tyson Fury, yeah, when the chips are down, definitely he delivers because Godfather, I got to tell you that once when he sort of wobbled and went down that time, when Tyson Fury went down, I said to myself, this is over now. I mean, I said this over like four or five different times during that fight. That's what made it so dramatic. Well, when you get five knockdowns in a heavyweight fight, you anticipate uh, all the different scenarios. But I thought Wilder was tired from the middle rounds on. Yeah. And it looked like he was just a matter of time. Mm -hmm. But he still has that pop. And even when he, even late in the fight when he, he threw that right hand. I mean, I thought that Tyson Fury was trying to pull a William Joppy when Joppy told me, I'll stand right in front of Trinidad's right hand. When, and when late in the fight, he thought that, you know, maybe that Wilder's punch had a little less on it, but he still rocked him late in the fight. So, Wilder, the puncher, was always in it until the end, but at the end of the night, you're right, the best guy won. And now, I guess they're going to talk a fourth fight, right, because the money's there. Um, I don't know. I think that if they're serious about Wilder, they'll let him take a fight or two against other heavy, elite heavyweights, and... See if he can rebuild and then go after El Fury. Yeah. <clears throat> if they just come back, it's just showbiz. Yeah. How many fights do you need to have to uh, be meaningful? Um, but, but, I think three fights is a lot. Okay. The dark horse in all of this was the mark. Oleg Usyk, that guy from Ukraine, the former cruiserweight champion, was thought to be a mark when he was brought in to fight Anthony Joshua. Of course, he schooled Joshua over 12 rounds. I guess they're going to they're going to dance that one again. But you know, Oleg Usyk, 
he's a, he's in he's in these fights. Whether it's Fury, whether it's Wilder, whether it's Joshua, he's in these fights, and he may be technically the best of the four, three, four. Well, um, I I would say that Fury is almost secretly technical. Okay. He knows how to avoid a lot of punches. He 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 knows the game. Uh and there there's it there doesn't appear to be snap in his style. But given that he weighs what he weighs, which was almost two eighty last night I believe. And that he's got a lot of pride. Um, I get a lot of experience. He knows what he's doing in there. You know, they they had Larry Hazard judge in the fight last night. Was it Larry Hazard Jr. or was it Larry Hazard the guy that was the commissioner during our tenure? Do you know? I'm not sure. I have a I, I have a hunch it was our Larry Hazard. Because you know he to me I thought he you know he became the uh, New Jersey State Athletic Commissioner, but I thought he was the greatest maybe pound for pound the greatest referees mechanically of all time. And then when when Tommy Morrison was getting beat up by Ray Mercer, I ran across the ring that day. I remember that because I had just seen a ring death like a, two months earlier. I ran across from my ninth row seat, ran up to the ring and screamed at Larry, Larry Harrison, Larry, stop the fight! Larry, stop the fight! Larry got up and finally got Tony uh, Perez to stop that fight, but that Morrison... Yeah, Larry Hazard, just a class act, but he, he, the best referee ever. Unfortunately, his referee uh, of career was cut short by the fact he wanted to run the New Jersey State Athletic Commission. Am I bubbling? Well, I guess that's uh, an, a worthy ambition to have, and it probably paid more money. Um, so I'm not going to uh, take anything away from him. I thought he had to fight about right last night mm-hmm. uh, when they showed the scorecard. Um, you know, and it looked like Tyson Fury was ahead by a couple of rounds uh, after the 10th round. And the question that, that that meant it was still a winnable fight for Wilder. Uh, but um, Fury took care of that business. Yeah. Speaking of Larry Hazard, how do you tell the difference between Larry Hazard Jr. and Sr.? Larry Hazard... Senior looks like Stan Laurel, and Larry Hazard Jr. looks like Oliver Hardy. <laughs> that's the best way I could put it. I mean, it's just that's that's. I mean, it's, they're night and day from difference. So, how's the Godmama doing? Well, we're all up and around, and uh, having some nice weather down here, and um, I've been taking longer walks. Uh, up and down a big ramp that goes to the beach, um, and so forth. So I I feel uh, pretty good about how things are are going. I'll know more specifically about what what ails me and whether there is uh, a, a, a way to attack it 
Okay. In the next couple of weeks. I may I may come down to L.A. next week and ask you for ask you to go to lunch because I'm thinking about going down to see the Rolling Stones. Good on you. All the best. You kiss the guys. Where, where where are they performing? They're they playing perform? some. They're playing somewhere in L.A. Some some somewhere some stadium. Okay. Anyway, much Sounds love, Godfather. Like... Say hello to Godmama for me. Okay, Pedro. Thanks for calling. Man, I feel so privileged to have him on the show. You don't have no idea, folks. That is a retired HBO Godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant, Mr. Hall of Fame himself. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. 
That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Boxing historian Bill O said to me this morning, was it Ron Lala and George Foreman, all these knockdowns, five knockdowns, of course, heavyweight boxing back in the, well, taking the limelight, I mean, away from the sport of boxing in general. I mean, boxing sort of like been dreary of late. I mean, the fact that Teofimo Lopez was a much anticipated fight with George Cambosis, of course, battle of the uh, undefeated didn't happen, not going to happen, evidently, or it's going to happen with Barry Hearn, maybe on the zone with a whole lot less money going to the fighters than before because Triller, this uh, wannabe promotional company, made all kinds of money with Roy Jones and Mike Tyson earlier. Of course, that pay-per-view, spectac- uh, I won't call it spectacular, uh, that well, people bought it. People are buying stuff. So, you know, somebody said to me last night, you know, this is heavyweight boxing, but yet maybe maybe Jake Paul could outdraw these. No, no, Jake Paul couldn't outdraw these. Jake Paul is a sideshow attraction. He's a carnival attraction. you got to realize that. I mean, he's not going to be heavyweight champion of the world anytime soon, anytime ever, not in this lifetime, not in the next lifetime. Bottom line is he is a cartoon character of sorts. He can fight a little bit. He knows the boxing fundamentals. He won the A's and the B's, the one-twos and that kind of good stuff, and how to hold, and he's in good shape. So, I mean, the bottom line is I'm not taking away from, from his ability considering he isn't really a boxer, okay? So I'll just put it to you like that. Um, but at the end of the day, when you got heavyweights going out there and knocking people down and destroying people like they did last night, of course, Tyson Fury eventually winning in the 11th round, five knockdowns. I mean, whoa, it was just like, I was like, you know, before you knew, before, you, by, one guy goes down. I mean, first Fury goes, I mean, first uh, Wilder goes down. I say to myself, oh, it's all over, it's all over. And he's like, rock some more. And, oh, it's all over, it's all over. This fight was so dramatic that you kept saying it's all over like 10 different times. I was, I must have said goodbye to the Brits I was with in this club, you know, watching this with the strippers, watching this fight, um, the Condor Club in the city, by the way. Anyway, I, I, I must have told these Brits like goodbye three or four different times because I wanted to get the hell out of here. I mean, that's not my, that's not my cup of tea. Anyway, but the bottom line is I was looking this book out and getting my park, my, my car that I conveniently parked less than a block away. This is San Francisco. If you can get a parking space a block away, you're on the job. Anyway, the bottom line was I, I thought I was out of that place three or four different times. It went into the 11th round. I could have never imagined it going into the 11th round. It was just like, no. Like after the third round, I couldn't imagine going past four or five. And after six, I couldn't imagine going past seven. And every round, I kept waiting for the fight to end because for the most part, like Larry said, Deontay Wilder was showing this incredible, the, 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 yeah, a little bit like heart, but he was showing fatigue. He was showing that he was gassed when he came out and he tried to box in that first round and he tried to flick out a jab. It wasn't a jab. It was sort of like he sort of like was throwing punches out there and he wasn't sticking a jab. It wasn't a stick. It wasn't a stick. And he was throwing it to the body and hey, they're going, oh, this is a new strategy for Dante Wilder, the team on TV, Andre Warden crew, of course. Uh, this is a new strategy for Deontay Wilder to go to the body of Deontay. Much easier to hit the body, all that kind of stuff. No, no, no. Yeah, that went on for about about two and a half minutes. And then once the big fat gypsy king, and yeah, I thought he was fat. I don't think he was in the greatest shape of his life last night. I think this long layoff cost both guys as far as time on their uh, on their body clocks and time on their boxing clocks. But the the, the gypsy king, mm, you know, he came to fight. He he definitely hurt Wilder in that early on. I said to myself, you know, this fight's going to be all over. And then he comes back, and then he gets hurt himself. And this punch that he took 
on the top of the head. Most guys don't get hurt with punches on the top of the head, but that's how hard Deontay Wilder hits. You know, I can't dismiss the, like, dismiss the punching power of, uh, of Deontay Wilder because when Tyson Fury tried to pull a William Joppy versus Felix Trinidad, when Joppy told me, I'm going to stand right in front of Trinidad, I don't care what he's got. He, I don't, he, that right hand, he's a welterweight. He can't hurt me. He can't hurt me. Well, you know, Tyson Fury stood in front of Deontay Wilder late in the fight last night in the latter rounds of the fight and stood in front of him and he got hurt. I mean, even when Wilder was tired and like, <laughs> I just gasped because, you know, you can't, you can't really condition these guys. He's a slugger. He's a street fighter. It's hard to condition a street fighter. It just is. I mean, Ricardo Mayorga, think about guys like that. That's sort of like Deontay Wilder, but in the heavyweight mold. And often on this show, I've talked about the fact that, you know, you can't make, um, you can't make Stradivarius on the violin by giving him the violin at the age of 18, expecting him to be like, you know, ready to play in an opera by the age of 22 or 23. It ain't going to happen. But in heavyweight boxing, because heavyweight boxing is heavyweight boxing, and, you know, things happen. In fact, I know a guy, I won't mention his name because he sort of made me listen to the show every now and then, but he was out of California and he only had about nine fights and he won the United States Amateur Golden Glove Championship as a heavyweight, as a super heavyweight. And I said to myself, you know, he's not that good. Mm. And I watched him in the gym. So what's going on here? Well, the fact was, as you get up in weight, sometimes the heavyweights don't have the talent level that you would expect that they would have at the upper echelon. Last night, it wasn't about talent. It was about heart and drive. And, you know, uh, I've dogged Deontay Wilder, the bronze bomber. And I'm not calling him the bronze bomber. I'll call him that. Give him his props. Um, I I've dogged him on this show. I think he's a bad sport. I think he showed poor sportsmanship last night. You heard the uh, Tyson Fury talk about the fact he didn't want to shake his hand. He didn't want to acknowledge the fact he got beat. The fact he got beat. You know, Malik Scott, the uh, Greg Luganis uh, turned boxer, the Greg Luganis diver. Remember, they thought he took a dive. Socrates thought he took a dive against Deontay Wilder, a one-round fight in Puerto Rico, I believe, a few years back. Anyway, but the bottom line is Malik Scott tried to incorporate some different fundamentals into Deontay Wilder. But once you've got flaws built in, built into your system as a fighter, and Eddie Futch told me this, Eddie Futch told me this, that once flaws are inherent, they're almost inherent, you cannot break a fighter from flaws. It's super hard to break them from flaws because when the spit hits a fan, when I'm talking spit here, I'm talking spit with an H, when the spit hits a fan, they go back to what they were, what they, what they did before. They can't stay trained. They don't stay focused. They don't stay on track. Last night, Tyson Fury lost his concentration. I thought he was in total control of the fight. He just lost his concentration. Pulled that William Joppy move. You don't, you don't want to take a right hand from Deontay Wilder. I don't, I don't think you want to take it at all. The guy can punch with the right hand. He can't do anything else. He couldn't. He couldn't reach an orgasm with the left hand, if you know what I'm talking about, okay? But with the right hand, he's got it going on. At the end of the night, still, Tyson Fury was the better fighter, and the better man won, no doubt about it. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC-TV. I got a bunch of texts to get to. If you want to text me here in the studio, you can. The text number, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. That's studio text line. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. Little old school tower of power to the break. Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC. 
with Pedro Fernandez. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Soul side of town. Something from the mighty Tower of Power from about a year and a half ago. Check them out. They don't call them albums or CDs anymore. The new kid, the kids on the block now call them uh, drops. But check it out at towerofpower.com. Speaking of a guy that's never in a drop, never dropping things, we'll talk about our super father, Mr. Socrates Palmer. We've got both him and Sebastian uh, Palmer on the air, right, at the same time. Bottom line is, champ, how are you? I'm doing fine, Pedro. How are you? I'm fine. What's, what, was, what was your uh, scorecard last night? What did it look like at, at 11 rounds after after 10 rounds? You know what? I I never really go by points. I would say I had uh, 
Tyson uh, up seven rounds to three uh, at the time of the stoppage. Um, I thought that it was uh, a classic. I mean, probably the best heavyweight fight we've had since Riddick Bo Holyfield. Like that, it was on that level as far as the drama. Um, not as competitive and, and as skillfully fought because, I mean, a lot of the, the stuff that happened, but that's just Fury style, kind of ugly. And it was definitely part of the strategy was to smother Deontay and, and, and that weight factor uh, definitely played a toll. But it was just high drama stuff. From what the fight fans were treated to, it doesn't really get much better than that. He's a slapper, though. Tyson Fury is a slapper. I noticed that again last yeah. night. He slaps. He hits like a girl sometimes. But, but remember, the guy's six nine. That that that's a hard slap coming down. You know, <laughs> it's a lot of force. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a, you know that's a, that's a big boy. That's like like when Andre the Giant used to you know chop it. You know, chop these guys. I mean, that's how it feels. This guy's six nine, coming down with that velocity. Um, you know, Deontay Wilder. I was, I've never pretended to be a fan or impressed, but this is one of those rare occasions that he gained more out of this loss than any of his wins. Because I, I think a lot of his wins, you know, were against people that he was supposed to do that to. You know, and he showed so much heart inside the ring. You know, he, he could have mailed it in uh, when he got dropped uh, earlier. Um, and he just, he fought. You know, he fought. He really did. And he kept you at the edge of your seat because of, of what he was able to do. You know, a couple, I think I think it was around nine. He caught Fury a few seconds before the bell. Yeah. You know, it, it was a real epic, epic fight. My hat goes off to Deontay Wilder inside the ring, outside the ring. He's a little bit of a sore loser. And you hope that he yeah, matures. yeah, I, I get the sore loser thing, but you know, again, this is a um, this is a heavy thing for him to accept psychologically because I, I explained this big guy factor to you before. I knew a big guy that I won't mention. That maybe listens to the show. Ah, anyway, bottom line is he was bigger than everybody else. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. And he towered everybody else. But once he got whipped when we were kids, it was over. I hear you. You know what I'm that, saying? Once he got whipped, and he got whipped by a guy that was bigger than him. So once he saw a guy that was bigger than him, things changed. And I keep going back to that, that Tyson Fury is three inches or two and a half inches bigger than Deontay Wilder. And Deontay, I don't think, has ever fought anybody bigger than him. Now, on the uh, on the undercard, uh, what's 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 the word? Does Cuba have a heavyweight contender or what? Uh, you know what? It seems that way. I mean, uh, impressive uh, night by... Um Frank Sanchez, um, he looked really sharp and uh, against another undefeated fighter, uh, uh, Ajabe, mm -hmm. and you know it, it really brought out the, the character in Ajabe. You know, Ajabe at one point he didn't want to be in there anymore. You know, and I remember about a, two years ago they had that thing where the guy walked out of the ring when they saw him coming. I was like, oh, that's a cute gimmick, you know, but. <laughs> That didn't happen last night with Mr. Sanchez. Uh, he's got game. And you think the logical n next fight, maybe him and uh, Luis Ortiz for some bragging rights. I think that would be a great fight. Uh, kind of like the old, uh, the old line against the new line in Cuba. Uh, I think this guy's a good. And I think he's getting better. And he's got a good team with him, with uh, Reynoso. 
Okay, what about Mr. Berlanga? All these knockouts in the first round, it didn't, it went to distance last night? Uh, boy, I tell you what, there was a lot of crumbs at, at the table from that humble pie that Berlanga got. I mean, <laughs> he, 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 listen, he's very, very fortunate to still be undefeated. He got hands put on, you know, and that's the one thing to say about Argentinian fighters. For the most part, you know, when they come to the States, they give a good, honest effort to win. And Mr. Berlanga is lucky that this guy didn't have more punching power. Um, he's a work in progress. Like I've always said, um, I'm, I'm not going to use the cliche word that he got exposed because I think he's always, he's already, he's is what he is. You know, he's, he's a guy who's going to make the exciting fights. Obviously he's got punching power, but not much else, you know, and as his competition, if it goes any further than that, it's the, the hype train is going to be, uh, pulling over real soon. Props to Marcelo Caceres, who drops a 30-3 and three with a draw in 16 KOs. Uh, he did, I mean, he had his hand full. He got dropped as well. Um, Berlanga's a big puncher, no doubt about that. And, of course, it's always good for a big puncher, a guy that knocks people out early to get some rounds under his belt. So this could be considered, a, a like you said, a work in progress. So Mr. Berlanga continues. Well. Oh, somebody shoot me. Somebody shot me a quick text here. Pedro, tell the Andre the Giant story. Oh man, I can't tell. Are you, do you know who Bad News Brown was, the wrestler? Yes, the okay. bald uh, black guy. Yeah, Canada. right, right. He, yeah. he he was a real deal. I can't remember his name right now, but he was a real deal. He was a judo guy. He was a bronze medalist in the '76 Olympics or something like that. Anyway, he said at one time when he was wrestling Andre the Giant, Andre the Giant spit on him, and when I say spit, I mean with an H. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, like a yeah, a, a moment. Oh, I mean, I mean, that's good. The guy's seven foot two and four hundred and fifty pounds on top of you. It's not like you got a choice on that matter. Yeah, that's that's, that's a, a big load. <laughs> that's a big down. load. <laughs> All right, so what do we take away from last night? Your boxing is PhD. What do you take away from last night? Is if you're a boxing fan, it was a good night for the sport, no doubt about mm-hmm. that. Now, um, did Al Heyman is Al Heyman finally going to make his money back uh, on PBS through? Deontay Wilde, did he make enough money in these three fights to sort of like shore up his debts? Uh, you know, I don't know what the final bean count is going to be, but I'm sure that it's going to be a pretty big check. Uh, it obviously was documented throughout the week, the trouble of selling tickets. Um, but I think it's a reflection of the, of the time that we're in um, during this uh, pandemic. It was a good night for boxing. It really was. Um and it showed people once again that when the side is Venus, there is no sport like boxing. Like that type of drama, you know, that energy. It was it was really a great night. Um, Deontay Wilder, he's probably cooked. You know, that, that that's a beating that he took, and he probably won't recover. Um, he, I don't I don't think he attended the press conference last night, so I don't know what his future plans are. Uh, but the heavyweight division. It's clear, you know, head and shoulders is one guy, you know, and that's Tyson Fury. All due respect to uh, Alexander Usyk, it would be a, a really tall mountain to climb because Fury's a good boxer as well, and and he's got heart. And that, and what Usyk exposed on Joshua, he won't be able to do that to Fury. At least I don't think so. Um, I think the only thing that beats Tyson Fury at this point in his life is himself. You know, if, if his if his mind stays on, on the on the path that it's at, he's gonna retire undefeated. But if his demons creep back in, that's the only thing that gets him.
you know, he's 33 years old. So uh, I think he's got at least two or three years of, of dominance left. Okay, I'm, I'm tripping out because you're talking about some guy running out of the ring and um, Parker White won the Golden Gloves with me in, in, back in the days, and his name was really Bomani Parker. He was a 1984 Olympic uh, trials champion, okay? So I went down to see him in L.A. fight at the Forum, and uh, I, I'm expecting big things from him. I think he's lost one fight at this point in time, but we're expecting bigger and better things from him. So in the middle of the fight, like after the second round, he, he went in between the ropes and he ran out of the ring. He ran out of the arena. He ran to the hotel across the street. There's never been an explanation on that one. He just checked out. He just, <laughs> he just, checked, he out. just checked out. Oh, my God. So, anyway, uh, it was a good that. night for boxing. Um, sort of like the, somebody said to me, was it like Gotti and Ward or something like that? I mean, that was a different type of slugfest. Of course, these are heavyweights. Yeah. And heavyweights bring out the squares, don't they, for the most part? I mean, that's when the squares watch boxing, heavyweight boxing. Yeah, or any any big fight in general. You know, you get the casual fan. Um, it, I mean, it really wasn't as competitive as Gaddy Ward. You know, it's just that the, the aura of Deontay's power, you know, kept you on the edge of your seat. You know, but I think for the most part, other than the rounds that that Fury looked like he was out of it, I think he won all of them. You know, um, and you can see there was moderate improvement to Deontay Wilder early, but once he got tagged. You know, second nature kicks in, you know, and what he's used to, he's a, a, a slugger, you know, and if he gets you, you, you know, you're going to check out, and if not, you saw what happened, you know, but he showed tremendous heart. You know, it's hard to knock uh, Deontay Wilder this, uh, this morning. Yeah, you know, no doubt fought. about that. Our, our props to him, except he's a, bit, he's a poor sport. October 15th, uh, pound for pound, maybe one of the best. From Mexico, of course, Mexico's best fighter outside of Canelo Alvarez, probably. The one beating Emmanuel Navarrete, Navarrete taking on the one beating Joette Gonzalez. That's going to be a good match on ESPN+. Plus. You know, the app is where it's going on. I have a friend of mine that's a boxy fan. He watches these fights later on YouTube and this and that. But he doesn't get the... If, I can't watch a fight and know what happened already and feel the drama. Can you? Not at all. No. I, I, I have on the rare occasion... If there's a function that I can't get out of, I tr I disconnect. I'll put my phone on plane mode, and then I'll you know I'll wake up early or I'll watch it later that night on on a YouTube stream. But there's nothing like you know live in the moment, nothing at all. USA USA Tuesday Night Fights. Your buddy Johnny Boz used to call me right after the fights were on the west on the East Coast, obviously on East Coast time, and we nine o'clock East time, Eastern time, and then nine o'clock Pacific time, delayed three hours. And he would call me and ruin, try to ruin every Tuesday night. And when I told him you're being a bi, you know what about this? And you're ruining my. He continued. He persisted. He would call from different numbers. Oh, that's that's a mess. That's some old school trolling. Before. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> May you rest in peace. In fact, I was looking looking at uh, some Facebook page, and he, it's been like about four or five years now that he passed, but he was a character. There's no doubt about that. New York's finest, per se, and I'm not talking about the police department. Now, as far as the heavyweight division is concerned, is Oleg Usyk and uh, Anthony Joshua going to dance again? Is that what's going to happen? Yeah, as, as expected, um, Anthony Joshua... Um, invoke the, re the rematch clause and as is his right and you know let's see what happens is, is anthony joshua is he this era is lennox lewis in which you know lennox got beat a couple of times and he you know went back to the drawing board and changed things up and he avenged every no, loss no 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 
no, Lennox Lewis would have beat both those guys in the same night last night. Sorry, I, I think he would have. I really, th- I, I think that Lennox Lewis, you know, he's the most underappreciated champion of probably the past twenty five or thirty years. He is, yeah, he definitely is. And it's funny because I don't know, I forget which fight it was. It might have been the second Fury Fury Wilder fight that they brought out Evander, Mike, and him. And out of all three, he got the the least love. You know, absolutely, Lennox, under underrated uh, Hall of Famer. Classy guy. They thought he was gay for a while. He ain't gay. Some girl, some some hooker told me in Vegas he's a gentleman. Anyway, bottom line is we got to go. Kiss Sebastian. Kiss the old lady. We'll talk soon. Okay, my brother. Thank you for having me on. The great Socrates Palmer. Boxing's PhD on Ring Talk Live Worldwide via the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you
you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760 That's 800-585-4760 Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez brought to you by the WBC the World Boxing Council right here on Sports Byline this is my buddy Lenny Williams saying there's only so much oil in the ground when he was the lead singer for Tower of Power. Guess what? Gas in San Francisco was over five bucks a gallon. I know in most parts of the country it's like two fifties, two seventy, two ninety, but I'm willing to pay more per gallon, just not five bucks a gallon. So you can go outside the city and county of San Francisco, like across the bay, and get it for like three seventy seven. Like I'm talking about like a dollar fifty difference. I kid you not. Anyway, bottom line is. People are getting ripped off, I think, as far as the gas is concerned. So there's only so much oil on the ground with a rip-off. Straight up, I um, want to mention the fact that Tank Davis, of course, I'm talking about Gervonta uh, Davis, of course, the unbeaten lad from um, well, from Trouble Times, since Trouble Times, and, of course, Cincinnati, Ohio as well, uh, I believe. Anyway, of course, he's going to go against Raleigh Romero, who was an undefeated lad. Of course, he roughed up uh, Ryan Garcia in a much-publicized sparring session a couple of years ago. Anyway, Raleigh Romero undefeated. Um, not that great of a fighter, but he's a Mayweather fighter. And of course, Mayweather needs to put Javante Davis in with somebody he's sure that he can beat because he wants to keep the Javante Davis thing going. I think if, as far as Mayweather's stable is concerned, Javante Davis is all he has. He really has nothing else. I, I mean, that's it. So that's why he's putting so much stock into him. That's why he put the money into him. That's why he made sure these legal woes went away. Of course, talking about the car accident was it late last year, like in July or take that back. Uh, November of last year, he got into a car accident in his native, in his hometown city. Of course, some people were hurt, things like that. He ran away, hit and run, that kind of stuff. But the bottom line is, you know, Al Heyman will get him out of that because of the fact Al Heyman and Floyd Mayweather, they work hand in hand. They'll get him out of that because of the fact that he is their guy, their go-to guy. There's no doubt about it. As Hector says, he's the guy that nobody can beat until they beat. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, hour number one of two, coming to you live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel, of course. We're hoping to hook things up as far as Vive TV is concerned, and that's going to start going down next week as far as the broadcast is concerned. So straight up, stay tuned for hour number two for uh, upcoming, of course, on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, of course, Channel 217, and like a thousand other Internet platforms. You can always catch us at sportsbyline.com. Until next time, or until next hour after the racist news, you listen to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. If I miss you, much peace and respect. If not, stay tuned for hour number two. We're ready to rock here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. USA Radio News with Jeremy Scott. The U.S. holding talks this weekend with the Taliban for the first time since the troop withdrawal from Afghanistan. A U.S. delegation led by CIA Deputy Director David Cohen sat down with the Taliban Saturday and they'll meet again today in Qatar. Spokesperson for the extremist group says they will not cooperate with the United States to contain the ISIS terrorist group after it claimed responsibility for a bombing that killed dozens of people. 
Budget negotiations continuing on Capitol Hill. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says it's time for Democrats to do what's necessary. We're working and talking with members of Congress and, um, you know, this is a healthy give and take that's going on right now among uh, Democrats with different points of view on this. The Senate on Thursday narrowly approved a measure that raised the debt ceiling through the beginning of December, preventing a default on debt in the interim. This is USA Radio News. You know, a lot of times you have to choose between something high quality or something that saves you money. But if you can get both, why not? Especially when it comes to health care. And that's MediShare. You get both. The typical family saves 500 bucks a month switching to MediShare. And that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. It's because MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge PPO network. So, yeah, really, you could save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. If you're self-employed or part of the gig economy, or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Here is the number you need. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. The 45th president had much on his mind during a rally in Iowa. A former president holds a rally where he takes aim at the current president's agenda. Former President Donald Trump especially zeroing in on what's being called the social infrastructure bill, which he calls a naked power grab. It's a socialist transformation bill. It's an open borders bill. At the first big rally that he's appeared at since the 2020 campaign, he told Republicans to stay strong and not allow allow Biden's plans to pass Congress. He also brought up the election. The American people having their country taken away from them. From our New England Bureau for USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. Potentially severe weather expected for parts of Oklahoma and Texas today. The Storm Protection Center calls it a moderate risk. Threat of tornadoes the highest across Oklahoma and North Texas from this afternoon into the evening hours. This is USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. A mass shooting at a busy bar in St. Paul, Minnesota, killed a woman in her 20s and wounded more than a dozen. Steve Linders of the St. Paul Police Department says it was a chaotic scene. There were gunshot wound victims lying in the street outside the bar. There were gunshot wound victims lying on the sidewalk outside the bar. And there were gunshot wound victims lying on the floor inside the bar. All told, 15 people were shot. Preliminary information is that there were multiple shooters. A school in Wyoming is facing backlash for how they handled a student who refused to wear a mask. A 16-year-old high school girl was arrested and her entire school locked down at Laramie High School in Wyoming. We are in a lockdown. Please stay in your rooms until further notice. Thank you. This entire building now is in lockdown. So you have now restricted the movement of over 1,000 students who are not allowed to leave their classrooms because you're trying to get back into the classroom, which you are not allowed to do because you've been suspended. She was given a $500 citation by a police officer. 
then was handcuffed and arrested when she refused to voluntarily leave the school. From the USA Radio News, West Texas Bureau, I'm Brad Bernards. Sixteen athletes who are not vaccinated have won another round in their legal battle to play sports, despite Western Michigan University's mandate that all of its intercollegiate athletics get the shot. In a unanimous decision, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Sixth Circuit in Cincinnati, Ohio, held that the university violated the athletes' First Amendment rights. For USA Radio News, I'm Jeremy Scott. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. And now the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history. I rolled with him. I know what an idiot this guy is. Pedro Fernandez. Hey, Pedro, how you doing? And good evening to everybody out there and listening to the show. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. Austin imitated, but hardly duplicated. 37, make that 38 plus years now. You want to talk podcasts? I'm the originator of all that kind of stuff. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. And this hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, of course, we'll continue to talk about the dramatic heavyweight title fight of last night. Of course, the WBC and Lineal Ring Magazine Championship on the line when Tyson Fury stepped in to the ring, of course, at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Right on the Las Vegas Strip, undefeated, 38-0, now 31-0. Of course, an 11th round knockout winner, TKO winner. Bottom line is Deontay Wilder fought his heart out. You could not ask for more from a fighter. You could not ask more for more from a guy's heart. More, I mean, he was driven. There was absolutely no doubt about it. But when you, when you, you just, the talent wasn't there. What I'm trying to say is, I'm not trying to say Tyson Fury was like a, a race car or anything like that, but it, if he was a race car, Deontay Wilder was like maybe a mid-level car. You know what I'm saying? He just wasn't up to that level. He's just not at Tyson Fury's level. He's got the power. He knocks him down. Of course, <clears throat> that one-punch knockout stuff, that's must-see TV. No doubt about that. That's why you tune in. That's why you're probably going to want to tune into a fourth fight between these two guys. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe it got old after three. But last night, maybe it didn't. The most dramatic heavyweight fight in a long time. Knockdowns, five knockdowns and all. Both guys going down. I mean, it was drama, drama, drama. Strippers all around me. 
people drinking, people having a great time, this and that. And I'm just saying to myself, let me watch the fight. Bottom line is, great fight, great night, no doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. As you guys know, Mark's gone. The float artist at Fred's Floral just took off, days before the parade. They need a replacement before business passes them by. Oh, and who am I going to get to finish the float? Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. With Indeed Instant Match, we immediately show you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Angie's list is now Angie, and caring for your home just got easier. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel, Angie makes it easy to see reviews, compare quotes, and connect with top local pros who can get the job done right. Plus, you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. No phone tag, just the work you need done at a time that works for you. Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish. Book your next home project today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. If you've got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time. So why waste it at the post office? Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. No special equipment required. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. You'll even get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. And their new Rate Advisor tool lets you compare shipping rates across carriers so you always find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and when you go to Stamps.com and use offer code FOCUS, you'll receive a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter code FOCUS. That's Stamps.com, promo code FOCUS. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. And all these fighters that that are, you know, they share in the revenue. They do share in the revenue. They have have the upside in the pay-per-view, you know. Mr. Dana White, wherever you are, I have a hit list. But I want to start getting paid. I want to start making heavyweight money. It is a great weekend. The Frito Bandito, talking about Dana White himself, you heard him there. All fighters get a share of the pay-per-view. Of course, he tried to come out with some facts the other day or 
are uh, alternative facts. Bottom line is the fighters say they're not getting paid. At the end of the day, I mean, guys get their heads handed to them for like twenty grand. Sometimes, woo, $20,000. And if guess what? If you get your head handed to you and you're in the fight of the night, even if you lose maybe, you get an extra $50,000. So in other words, maybe you're going to make $70,000. But guess what? You're not going to be the same ever again. It's not the same when you get kicked in the head or when you get hit with a forearm or you get elbowed, that kind of good stuff. It's just not the same. The force is different than a, than a tempered punch with a glove. That's just the way it is. And people say to me, the gloves, the gloves, the gloves. Yeah, the gloves in MMA are four-ounce gloves. Do they make them more exciting? Not really. Some of those guys can't fight. In other words, boxing can spray. They don't know boxing one-on-one. Had they, know, had, had they <clears throat> been skilled in boxing one-on-one, four-ounce gloves would be like ideal for them. They'd be schooling people. Imagine that, being able to box somebody with four-ounce gloves, crack them coming in, this and that. They're going to make that move coming in on you, man. You crack them with a straight right hand or a right hand lead, this and that. It looked, the fundamentals look easy in beating these guys because in the early on, as far as the MMA world was concerned, it was very one-dimensional. I mean, you know, Jorge, Jorge, uh, Hoist Gracie and those kind of guys, he was a, a wrestler type of guy. He would get you to move uh, the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, get you on the ground, sometimes from the bottom, and beat you, okay? But that wasn't exciting. And then MMA sort of got in a little bit more into street fighting stuff, and they brought in a little bit of brawling and a little bit more. Of course, then they went, UFC went, UFC went, uh, legit when they went legit with Dana White and of course the Fertitta brothers when they bought it up, um, bought it from, from the people from Brazil. And from that point, Tom, I guess the UFC has just taken off. Lost 35 million bucks to begin with. And then after that, they had the Ultimate Fighter. I think it was on, uh, I forget what that TV network it was. It was Bang TV or something like that. But anyway, <clears throat> that was their move. That was their first move. And they did real well with that. And from that point forward, they haven't looked back. In fact, they sold this company about two years ago for $4.2 billion or $4,200 million. And that's a lot of money. Is it worth that much? Well, I don't think so. I think the franchises like the Dallas Cowboys and the Barcelona soccer team and, and teams like that. Hey, <clears throat> maybe the San Francisco Giants. Are the Giants starting to choke here or what? Of course, it's a one-to-one as far as him and them and the L.A. Dodgers. This is a big rivalry in baseball, Los Angeles and San Francisco, much like it was back in the day when it was the Brooklyn Dodgers and the New York Giants. And there was guys, they were crosstown rivals, now they're cross-state rivals, but Bitterness, bitterness, no doubt about that, between the Dodger fans and the Giant fans. So I think they're going to go with Game 2, I think, later today here in San Francisco. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. and We just talked a little MMA. Huey Fury, the brother of Tyson Fury, is going to take on Christian Hammer. It's going to go down the 16th of October. It'll be on uh, Sky Sports, mm, okay, from Newcastle Arena in Newcastle, the U.K. As far as the upcoming fights are concerned, this one's got me a little bummed because... I'm not a, I'm not a Mikey Garcia fan. I'm just not. Mikey Garcia's fight taking on Sandor Martin. Uh, Sandor Martin might be a formidable foe and things like that. But Mikey Garcia to me is a guy that never fulfilled his potential. He never dared to be great. He just didn't. He dared to make money. But he didn't dare to be great. And there's a difference, okay? The fight he took with Errol Spence, he didn't really try to win that fight. And once he realized he was outmanned, outsized, outgunned, he said to himself, you know, I'm not going to get hurt here. I'm just going to make this semi-competitive and go the distance. That's the way it looked, okay, on paper. He hasn't fought in a long time. He comes back. People say, people look to him as a great, great fighter. What has he done of lately? What have you done for me lately? I mean, he had a chance. He can go back to 135 if he's really that great of a fighter. He's fighting this fight at 140. But if he's really that great of a fighter, Mikey Garcia, 
after taking on Sandor Martin if he beats him. He can go back to 135 where there's the aforementioned Tank Davis and Raleigh Romero going to hook, him and Raleigh Romero going to hook it up on December the 5th. Expect Tank Davis to win that fight. Of course, there's, uh, there's, uh, the kid from San Francisco, Devin Haney, and of course, Ryan Garcia as well. So we got a lot of talent at 135. And 135 pounds, of course, has always been the magic division, the lightweight division. That was the division that brought us the great man, the man with the great hands of stones. Talk about Roberto Duran. So <clears throat> lightweights are where it's at now. Will the lightweights end up fighting each other? You know, evidently they're talking about doing this. Ryan Garcia is going to take on X before the end of the year, okay? And then towards the early part of next year, if Javante Davis is successful as well on December the 5th, okay, they're going to hook it up in some type of pay-per-view fight or a big mega fight come May 2000, uh, 2022. Bottom line is this is a fight that needs to happen. These guys need to fight each other. Big fights need to happen. I mean, I wasn't the biggest... I didn't really want to see Deontay Wilder dance with uh, Tyson Fury for the third time. I thought the second time. I thought the first time. I thought the first time. I thought Tyson Fury beat him now three times. Okay, there's no doubt about it. But the bottom line is that competitiveness and that, that drama last night. I mean, it just had me. I jumped up four or five times, four or five times during the fight. I mean, you just don't, you don't jump up like that. People say to me, oh, did you like Hagler Hearns? I was there ringside. I didn't jump up. I didn't feel compelled to jump up in this stuff. I mean, I watched it, and I didn't feel feel compelled to jump up in this kind of good stuff. Last night, I was jumping out of my chair. In fact, I looked like a jack-in-the-box. No, no doubt about that. Hats off to both guys, especially, especially Deontay Wilder, because he kept trying, you guys. I mean, as much as I don't like his personality and things like that, he kept trying. I mean, you just... You can hear him. You can see the grit in him, the grit that he really wanted to get up. He wanted to continue, and he was fighting tired. And when you're fighting tired, you know it. It's psychologically, it's like, hey, man, you're tired. And that's all you can think about is this guy telling you you're tired. You're winded. There's lactic acid in both your arms. Your arms are heavy. It's hard to throw shots, this and that. You know, you're thinking, oh, oh, I want to win this fight, this and that. But the lactic acid buildup. Basically, when this muscular guy, I think, just took its toll last night as far as Deontay Wilder was concerned because he got gassed early. And once you get gassed, as far as the heavyweight is concerned, rarely do guys come back. I'm not trying to say that Tyson Fury didn't come back from being gassed. He came back from being rocked. I don't think he was ever gassed. I think as far as conditioning was concerned, Tyson Fury was in better shape last night. But at the end of the day, I don't think he was in that great shape either. I think he needs to go back to the drawing board. I think there's a year and a half off or however long this this uh, sabbatical was for Tyson Fury has not worked well for him as far as his boxing uh, career is concerned. The reason why I say that is concerned, you know, th- it's time off, and he's got all these psychological issues. Yeah, he's talking about God, this and that, but then he's had his problems with cocaine and booze and depression and suicide, all that kind of stuff put together. You want to keep that kind of guy active. You want to keep him in the ring and active. And, of course, he's had, like, a couple cancellations, a couple postponements. At the end of the day, Tyson Fury looked a little bit rusty last night, but... um. It was exciting, no doubt about that. Still, it ain't no Muhammad Ali, it ain't no Mike Tyson, and it's probably not even a Joe Lewis, just a big guy at six foot ten. Sorry, pal, but if he was six foot one, he wouldn't be all that much. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. There ain't nothing, 
My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Time to take it across the pond to the U.K. and bring in Sir Kenneth Rainford. I call him Sir Kenny, of course. He is our boxing royalty, the boxing ambassador of goodwill from the U.K. How's the U.K. rocking after that fight last night? Oh, everyone's loving it. Everyone's loving it. Obviously, it was a uh, it was a good fight to watch. Not the greatest, uh, but it was a good fight to watch for for what's around today. And uh, and the right man won. I jumped up four or five times during the fight, at least from where I was sitting. Of course, I went to a strip club. I got to watch the fight around a lot of flesh. But the bottom line is, I'm watching on the big screen. I jumped out. I jumped out of my chair like four or five different times. And each time that I jumped out of my chair, I was sure the fight was over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a, it was a rock and sock affair, you know. But uh, you know, um, 
the fourth round, I actually, I actually um, got offered a bet, a hundred to one, Deontay Wilder knocking out Tyson Fury within six rounds. So I took, I took, I took a, a ten dollar bet on it, and it nearly came true in the fourth round. <laughs> Whoa! Okay, I, I, you know, once in a while, I used to bet those sucker bets. That's what they call them, sucker bets. But I used to do those sucker bets, this and that. And I, th- I forget who it was. A friend of mine got like a a forty to one shot, like on. I think he put a hundred bucks down or something. I forget one fight it was a forty to one in certain in a certain round. He got forty to one and he got it and he scored. So for you guys that win on occasion, more power to you. But Tyson Fury, um, the skill level. What happened to the skill level that that we were accustomed to with him? Because he wasn't all that. He could have done. You know, you see where I'm coming from. Yeah, I mean, you know, let's 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 cut to the quick. You know, Deontay Wilder fought like a robot. Tyson Fury used his blatantly used his size and his weight to tire uh, Wilder out. It wasn't it wasn't the, the the greatest skills match, and he does have skills, but he just seemed to um, he just seemed to want to use his size and weight to to just drag uh, drag Wilder through the sand until he had nothing more to give, and then and then take him out. You know. You know, but that's, it's, it, listen, you and I know there's nothing worse than being inside that squared circle and being tired because your mind is tired to an extent, but your mind is still working. You're saying to yourself, I want to do things. There's lactic acid in your arms. Your legs are stiff. The whole nine yards, you know, I mean, he, I got to give him all kinds of credit. I'm not a big fan of his at all. I think he's a jerk, but the bottom line is, you know, he showed tremendous intestinal fortitude last night. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you know what, Pedro? He, he he made the Cardinals' mistake again. We spoke about this before. He came in too heavy. Wilder's game is not about strength and size. It's about speed and agility and getting that right hand in. If he'd have come in under 220, I believe he, he would have... I'm not saying he would have won the fight, but he would have given himself a better chance to win the fight early. He was never going to win it late for me. It had to be before six rounds. And I just feel, you know, you take 20 pounds off that Wilder last night, and I think it would have been, it could have been a different a different outcome. All right, so are you trying to tell me that Oleg Usyk could punch holes in Tyson Fury as well? No, no, because what it is with, with Wilder, Wilder relies on speed of with the right hand. Usyk is, is a work machine. Where Usyk uh, comes good is the head movement. He's not a stationary target. He's on the move all the time. Thanks. He's not. He's not. A, he's not a puncher, but his, his work rate will work. But styles wise, styles wise, I don't think Usyk lives with with uh, with Tyson Fury. I really don't. So, but he makes a but he makes himself a good pot of money. And bottom line is, you and I know we want these fighters to make as much as they can every time they step into the ring because you know the the price they pay. People don't realize that somebody somebody the other somebody said to me the other day. You know what's it like to be like to be a boxer? I said I really don't know because I didn't you know. I didn't have to fight professionally. It, it wasn't my lifestyle in this and that. But for the guys that did, the road is rough. And, you know, the guys that make it, I think the, I think the percentage of boxers that make it on the living back in the old days was like 7 to 8% max. 7 to 8% of the guys fight and make a living off boxing. Now I think with different companies stepping in and managing people, uh, especially European companies, talk to me about that. What about these European companies coming in and managing fighters and promoting fighters and giving them salaries? Is that a good thing? It's a good thing, um, but you have to worry about how long it can continue. You know, the biggest one being MTK Global. I mean, they're spending fortunes, absolute fortunes, you know, 
subsidizing training camps, gymnasiums, fighters, wages, you know, directors, trainers. You know, where does all this money come from and how do they get it back? Well, that's a good point. Kenny Rainford is our guest, of course, coming to us from the UK. He's our UK boxing specialist. No doubt about that. Boxing's goodwill ambassador from the UK. Uh, we did, I think we did a, I think we did an Ernie, we did the Ernie Shavers interview that I did a few years ago. Of course, when he, I think when he published the book, we did that last week. Ernie celebrated birthday number 77 a couple of weeks ago. You've been talking to him? Yeah, I spoke to him, I spoke to him on his birthday and I spoke to him on the, uh, on the, the anniversary of when he fought Ali and, uh, Holmes, September 28th and 29th. Kenny, can you imagine the phone with the phone was free back in the day when we were dialing across the pond? Can you imagine if the phone was free then? Because I had a friend of mine who was a booking agent down there in Florida. You know what his phone bill was one month? Oh, uh, thousands. Forty seven hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. People don't yeah. realize that they, when you used to call from San Francisco to Las Vegas it was like a dollar fifty a minute. And if you called like New York at last, you went international, went crazy, and now you can call everywhere for free. Yeah. Crazy. You know. But you know, that's a good thing. That that is a good thing. One of the good things that come out of the internet, no doubt about it, took away those robbers with the uh the phone cards and all that kind of good stuff. Now, UK boxing. People were up at six o'clock in the morning. That's when the fight started at six o'clock in the morning in the UK. Did they go to sleep or did they stay awake or was you get up at six o'clock in the morning? How did you do it? Me personally, I was at work, so I was trying to watch the uh the, the British, the British boys that were boxing last night on uh, on on the zone. Mm-hmm. I caught I caught a few snippets of the um, of the the Smith and Fowler fight. Uh, I came home and basically just stuck it out till uh, till four thirty in the morning when the fight came on, and then uh, and then went to bed after it. You know, yeah. One time I stuck it out. The majority of people stay up. They just stay up. Uh, unfortunately, well, fortunately or unfortunately, you know, Liverpool's a party town and a lot of people probably saw the fight last night but don't remember it. <laughs> well, you know, I, I sat and watched the fight with a few British folks, um, at the, uh, the El Con- the Condor Club here in San Francisco. Of course, it's about three or four blocks from my studio here. And they were all into it and we kept bumping each other's fists saying we were like, bye bye. You know, it was, I was going to run to the car as soon as the fight was over, right? So I bumped fists with these guys three or four different times thinking the fight was over. Yeah. And it wasn't. So, I mean, heavyweights aside, Oleg Usek now and your buddy Anthony Joshua, I know that's your buddy. I want to put it to you like that. I'm just joking. Anyway, they're going to do it again. Kenny, is there any, could anything, could anything be different? I thought it was such a boxing one-on-one clinic that there's nothing outside of knocking Usek out could change the outcome of a second fight. Yeah, I mean, I, obviously I predicted the fight somewhat. I did predict yeah. uh, Joshua to win it eventually, but to be to be massively behind against Usyk, he carried it through. I do actually believe that um, Usyk will be beaten in the rematch. Um, I think you know Joshua will find something within his limited arsenal to uh, to beat Usyk. He's not. Um, he's not the pedigree. He's not the pedigree. No. Yeah, I agree with you, but I just think I just think he's going to dig deep down. It's not going to be a classic. It's not going to be a a war. It's not going to be anything great. I think he's just going to like the Andy Ruiz rematch. I think he's just going to peck and poke and 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 you know score a close decision win over Usyk. 
to to make the Joshua fight, whether that happens or not. I, 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 I want to bet on Usek on this one. Of course, you can give me like we better we better uh, a beer on that one. Two, I take that back. Two beers to one. You got to give me two to one on that one. Um, but the bottom line is, I think Usek has got the style. Once you have a style over a guy and you beat him decisively, you should be able to beat him decisively in the rematch. The only way that Andy Ruiz didn't beat Joshua the second time was he didn't prepare. I mean, come on. He went to camp at 317 pounds. Stayed in the kitchen. But, stayed, uh, stayed in the well, kitchen. I say, we'll see. Not even excited about the fight, which is sad, really. Uh, Usyk uh, against jo- uh, Anthony Joshua. But like I say, I just, I've just got a feeling Anthony Joshua will scrape out a razor-thin decision in the rematch to uh, to eventually make this thing uh, happen, and, he, and then he'll get knocked out. Is and he... I still believe that Wilder would knock... Um, Joshua and, and Usyk out as well. I think I still think that, that um, despite the limitations, that uh, you know Wilder is the second best heavyweight out there. Can you teach a guy endurance? Can you? Can, I mean, no, other words, I mean, something that he, yeah. Go on. Yeah, as, you know, as, as you know, Pedro, a lot of a lot of endurance is down to relaxing. I was, I, I'm, I'm not just saying that, saying it. I was super, super fit. There was nothing I couldn't do. But when you get in a boxing ring and them lights are on you and the crowd's watching and someone's coming at you from the other corner, you can be the most conditioned fighter in the world. If you're not relaxed and you're not calm and you're not confident, you're going to blow out. Okay. I saw the luckiest man in the world last night. I continue to be the luckiest man in the boxing world without a doubt. Frank Warren, the only guy I know that can survive an assassination attempt by a guy that looked a lot like Terry Marsh and then getting beat up by Mike Tyson, but he's, he's back in the winner's circle. He's got Tyson Fury. And you know what? I, I, I'm not, I, I'm a Frank fan to an extent. Frank's always been nice to me, man. Do, do people in the UK respect him? He's, he's liked and he's hated, depending on who you, who you are. Uh, he was notorious at one time for not paying his bills, so then people are going to hate him. <laughs> uh, and the people around him that you know he done good with, they like him. You know. Okay. Uh, the best pound for pound right now, of course, the pound for pound king, the once beaten and with once with one draw. I'm talking about Canelo Alvarez taking on Caleb Plant. Is Canelo in deep water here? I don't think so. So, if you were a betting man, you would bet Canelo inside the distance. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Canelo, uh, late stoppage or maybe maybe points, but I'm looking at the late stoppage, me. Okay, is there anybody on the horizon? Maybe a David Benavides? Do you think could challenge Canelo? Um, possibly, possibly, yeah. Have you yeah, got? I mean, have you? Have our, you... Our, our friend Mr. Smith, who, who challenged him and, and came unstuck, uh, you know, big time. Okay. Um, you know, you speak to him, and he he just tells you that Canelo's unbeatable. Okay, there's about there's a thousand Calibs out there. Do you have another Calib that can fight Canelo? Um, you know, I mean, Callum Smith, Callum. I mean, he's fighting all he's fighting all the he's fighting all these Calums. Bottom line is, of course, he's uh, still the one's beating pound for pound king. Anyway, as we take away, um, we walk away from last night. I want to thank you for your time today. Of course, I know it's late in the day for you, and you've been up all day and all night and that kind of good stuff. But man. You're the class act. How are you and your lovely daughter doing? We're doing great. We're doing great. She's, she's costing me a fortune, but she's doing great. She's still <laughs> she's still riding the ponies. She's been riding at the horse of the year show this week. Yeah. Well, I want you to check in with me on that and wish her the very best of luck from Pedro Fernandez. Okay. I will be, All right. <laughs>
the great Kenny Rayford, Sir Kenneth Rainford, of course, our boxing expert from the UK on Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, with Pedro Fernandez. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. It's Superstart Battery Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. That means you can get up to a $25 gift card after mail-in rebate with the purchase of your Superstart battery. Return power, performance, and reliability to your car, truck, motorcycle, and more with Superstart batteries only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Angie's List is now Angie, and caring for your home just got easier. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel, Angie makes it easy to see reviews, compare quotes, and connect with top local pros who can get the job done right. Plus, you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. No phone tag, just the work you need done at a time that works for you. Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish. Book your next home project today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 That's 800-754-4531. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. 
October 10th, 1987, Jose Luis Ramirez was in action defending the WBC title. I remember in 1984, I was in the PAL gym, the San Jose PAL gym, and I had no idea he was who he was. I mean, he had this nice headgear on, this kind of good stuff. He went a couple rounds, and I don't remember anything special, this and that, but of course he was like a, an 8 or a 10-round fighter at that point in time. He had like like 70 or 80 fights. I didn't know he had many, as many fights as he had, but Chris Gomez didn't want to tell me anything because he was afraid I would like get psyched out or something like that. I didn't get psyched out, but I didn't, I didn't, 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 didn't do all that well against Jose Luis Ramirez either. Anyway, bottom line is Jose Luis Ramirez, of course, involved in some exciting fights as far as the lightweight division is concerned. He and Edward Zara went back and forth, of course, but he got schooled in June of 1985 and probably a one-sided shutout when Hector Macho Camacho just painted him like a, like a brown picket fence. I mean, he just did. I think it was Riviera Hotel, Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, wow, just with a paint job. Just Camacho all over. In fact, speaking of the Macho Man, you know, of all the crazy things that he's done, I keep reading about crazier things. I mean, I told you about the time having to beg him to come to a fight where he was all coked out and coked out of his mind in the fight. People were at the arena ready to get in. I mean, if you were at the arena, people were, there were four round fights taking place and Hector wasn't coming. He was the main event, stuff like that. So Camacho's had all his different yins and yangs. Okay. But at the end of the day, I look back at him and there's not too many guys who were as colorful as Hector Camacho. Not, and he could really fight. It wasn't like he was all flash. No, he could fight. Of course, until he got rocked by, Edwin Rosario in that battle they had in MSG until he got rocked, of course, with that big left hook. Um, that point, from that point forward, he wasn't all that macho, but before that, he was a daredevil. He dared to be great. From that point forward, he wanted to fight to survive. I don't think he was ever stopped in his entire career. So props to Macho Man Hector Camacho. But Jose Luis Ramirez, got to give that guy some props because I didn't think he was all that talented. In fact, they had told me if I'd have known who he was and that kind of good stuff, I'd have tried to, do a little bit better than I did. But the bottom line is, Jose Luis Ramirez, of course, went on to win the uh, WBC lightweight title before losing it so dramatically. I mean, he, he, Macho Camacho lit him up like the White House Christmas tree. October 2nd, 1980, it was Las Vegas, Nevada. The purse was $6 million for Muhammad, uh, for Larry Holmes and $8 million for Muhammad Ali, except Don King supposedly or allegedly didn't pay him the whole $8 million. Don said the fight didn't do too well, so he got Ali to take $4 million reportedly. Anyway, so get this. They're getting ready to fight. October 2nd, 1980. And, you know, you've got a bad feeling in your gut because the guy's 38 years old. He hasn't looked that good. If you you look back, if you objectively look back at the Spinks fights, both Spinks fights, having lost the first fight to the virtual novice Leon Spinks, although he was an Olympic gold medalist in 1976, he was a novice as a professional, like 11 fights or something like that. Okay? And then the rematch... You know, he won the rematch, but it wasn't like something like Vintage Ali or anything like that. For him to come back two years later, uh, almost three years later, and take on Larry Holmes, who was best, the best pound-for-pound fighter at that stage of the game, no doubt about that. I mean, the Eastern Assassin had a jab that was unparalleled in boxing. Nobody could out-jab him. In fact, probably in history, he probably has the best jab in heavyweight history. I mean, he just does. You know, and people dog him for the Rocky Marciano comments and this and that. Let's be frank about this, okay? Rocky Marciano couldn't have carried his jock strap. I could have used all kinds of... He could... It's just... They're different worlds. I just can't believe that somebody would think that Rocky Marciano, tough, no doubt about that, but, you know, the guys that he fought were the average guys he fought as far as heavyweights contenders were concerned. I think they were 34.5 years of age. In other words, he was fighting nothing but old men. Maybe that's the best there were at that point in time, but Archie Moore almost had him. 
and then he retired because I think he realized there were big, big, bigger and better fighters coming down the coming down the track. Guys like Zora Foley, Sonny Liston for the most part, but Marciano and Holmes that got Holmes in all kinds of trouble, saying that Marciano wasn't nothing. That and and Marciano was significant for his time. He just was. But as far as modern day. Mm, big against the big guys? I don't think so. I think he'd be waving in air all night long. He just weave. That's what you hear with those hooks going by, and he'd be tired after five or six rounds because he wasn't tired because he was in good shape. And when he threw punches, he w- he didn't get tired because he was connecting for the most part. He would connect on guys, okay. And when, he con- when Rocky connected on you, it was all over. But I couldn't see him connecting on Ali or and when they had that Ali that Ali and I talked about that the computerized fight they had when Ali was in. Uh, hiatus or on a sabbatical because he wouldn't step forward and take the uh, United States Army's draft. <clears throat> of course, so he filmed this this fight with Rocky Marciano. And Marciano got a hair, tra- a hair, a toupee, a hair replacement, the whole nine yards, tried to look young and this and that. And he put up a formidable fight. And for the most part, I think the fight was shown on close circuit and Marciano won by a stoppage. Eh, probably not realistic. But at that point in time, I guess Cassius Clay, you know, he was Muhammad Ali at that point in time, he needed the money. He wasn't fighting. I mean, he wasn't making a dime. He just wasn't. I mean, here's a guy that had his livelihood taken away from him because he decided he wasn't going to step forward and lead other young men into slaughter. Because he realized, he said, you know, I realize if I go into this Vietnam War type of thing, you're not going to send me into battle. I'm not going to get killed. Nobody's going to murder me and that kind of good stuff. But you're going to use me to promote war. And I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to use me to bring other young men to slaughter. I just don't want to do that. And he didn't do it. And of course, eventually the United States Supreme Court agreed with him. He was a conscientious objector. But, you know, Ali and Holmes, I was there. Um, that was like our first trip to Las Vegas. And it was sad. Um, it was sad. We had sad trips to Las Vegas. Roberto Duran, get, Roberto Duran getting knocked out by Tommy Ernst in two rounds. That sort of muted my Hector and myself without a doubt. But, you know, the Ali Holmes fight, there was just, we knew it was over. And you sort of knew it was over before. And you kept wanting to see him come back. You kept saying to yourself, man, can he do this? Can he do this? Can he do this? And, and the writing just wasn't on the wall because we all know that Father Time is undefeated. He's 38 years old, going on 98 years old. And I told you about the, the Dr. Williams and the Thyrolar drugs he was taking, that kind of good stuff to lose weight. And at the end of the day, that was detrimental. I'm not trying to say that he would have um, beaten Larry Holmes, but I think he would have performed a lot better. But he might not have looked as good physically. So he was willing to give up um, by this by him taking these drugs. Muhammad Ali had took some drugs called Thyrolar, prescribed by a guy named, by the name of Dr. Williams for the Ali Holmes fight. Had he not taken the drugs, he'd have looked a little puffier. He'd have been a little fatter, but he might have been able to like throw a punch here and there. Because for 10 rounds, the fight was stopped after the 10th round. For 10 rounds, Muhammad Ali got lit up like the White House Christmas tree. And people say to me, oh, you know, Larry Holmes, was he was brutal. He took it out on Muhammad Ali, all the frustrations. And I thought he took it easy on Ali. I mean, I've seen, I've seen Larry Holmes beat up Muhammad Ali in the gym, 1974. Look at some of the films, Brain, Skill, and Guts. That movie by Muhammad Ali, of course, was put together, I think, by Bill Caton in his Big Fights uh, film company. But watch that film. Watch the films of that sparring session when Ali was getting ready for George Foreman. 1974, Zaire Africa was the eventual site of the fight. But they were in Deer Lake, Pennsylvania, sparring. And Larry was like, who is he? Larry? Who is this guy? And this was four years before Larry won the title. So Larry was that good of a fighter early on. There's no doubt about it. Of course, he had his... Problems in the Olympics, I think, are the Olympic trials with Dwayne Bobbick. But outside of that, Larry's never, ever showed a lack of intestinal fortitude. And unfortunate, it's unfortunate that he was put in a position to follow Muhammad Ali. It's sort of like 
following Kennedy as president, it just doesn't work out. You know, you, it just doesn't work. It just, there's not another Muhammad Ali. And poor Larry Holmes kept trying to be, be himself, but he didn't know how to be himself. I mean, you know, I remember he got tough with me. The first time I ever met him, he insulted me. He just did. I mean, I said something to him, and whoa, okay, this is the way he treats people. Larry Holmes was nasty. This was in Las Vegas. He was getting ready in 1982, I believe, for the Jerry Cooney fight. But, of course, that fight put him on the defensive. He was the bad guy going in. He was the black guy versus the white guy. The white guy, of course, got introduced second in the history of boxing. In the history of boxing, in the history of boxing, I have not. I said it three times for a reason. I have never seen... A champion, especially a heavyweight champion. Never seen a champion introduced first. Never saw it before in my life. Never, ever, ever. And they're, they're introducing Larry Holmes first. And I'm saying, so what is wrong with this picture? What is wrong with this picture? Well, Larry Holmes was the heavyweight champion of the world. So he should have been announced second. I mean, that's just customs. That's just the way it's done. Come on. There's no other way to do it. But the exception to the rule was gentleman Jerry Cooney. And that's why in that second round, although the best of friends, these guys are the best of friends today. They are. Larry Holmes and Jerry Cooney are the best of friends. But for that fight that night, Jerry could have got taken out in the second round. Larry could have took Jerry out in the second round. And instead, he pummeled him and punished him for another 10 rounds. This is the way it was. I mean, there was bad blood between these two guys. And it wasn't between Cooney. Cooney was like a adult. He just was. Cooney wasn't the smartest guy in the world. He never developed a personality until he was in his 30s and quit drinking. I kid you not. I mean, I had him on the show when he was drinking and, and drunk in the past, talking about his kid's uh, uh, testicular size and things like that. I mean, just talking drunk stuff. You know, you know, he was like inebriated. I didn't know at when we started the interview, but I knew about five minutes in of a 10-minute interview that Jerry was sauced, okay? But Jerry, of course, went on the uh, wagon, been on the wagon for a long time. He's clean, gave up the cocaine. Suppose there was some cocaine involved there, but he gave up the coke and the booze. And he's got a couple of organizations going on that just support fighters. In fact, he and I were together in what, Lakeport, Illinois, to honor both the late Greg Page, he was alive then, and uh, Gerald McClellan. Both fighters were hurt in the boxing ring. Of course, Gerald McClellan went over to uh, England and fought Nigel Benn, and he knocked, knocked Nigel Benn out of the ring in the first round, and the fight should have been over. But somehow the referee, I can't remember his name right now, allowed it to continue, and then Gerald, because he strained to make weight, although the fight was 168 pounds, Gerald will come... Gerald would be like 180 pounds a day before the fight. He would lose like, he would lose incredible amounts of weight to get down to 168 pound limit and eat 160 pound, and 160 before that. Anyway, I think it's the fluid in his brain wasn't happening because when you dry out like that, that's what goes, the fluid in your brain. So he got hit. He's never been the same. He's blind. He can't see too well. Of course, we had this big get-together in Rockport, Illinois. His sister put it together with Jerry Cooney and uh, his sister Lisa McCullough. And, and he kept saying to me, this was sad. He keeps saying to me, Pedro, where's Emmanuel? <clears throat> where's Emmanuel, Pedro? Is Emmanuel coming? And I, I didn't know what to say. I mean, you know, the guy's blind in this. I mean, I just know what to say. So I, I remember he asked me like four to five different times. I said, I'm checking on it, Gerald. I'm checking on it. I'm checking on it. So finally I had to fess up to the fact that Emmanuel Stewart wasn't coming. Emmanuel, I think, and, and Lisa had gotten into a beef or something like that. In fact, this is what happened. Gerald McClellan was managed by Emmanuel Stewart and trained by Emmanuel Stewart. I think the, he had both a managerial and a, a trainer's contract through some loopholes, isn't that? Okay, Emmanuel's hustling things as well. 
And uh, I think Gerald didn't want to go that way. And, of course, Joe went, Gerald went on his own. And when he went over to the U.K., he did not have a Manu Stewart in his corner. So if you don't have the gold father in your corner, spit happens. And when I say spit on this show, I mean spit with an H, okay? It just happens, okay? And what happened was he got knocked out of the ring. Um, Nigel Ben did, and the fight should have been stopped right then and there. But there was no, there was no, I mean, there was nobody to protest for Gerald. And of course, the fight went on, and Gerald ended up being, you know, I think, criminally crippled. I think that fight should have been stopped in that first round. There's no doubt in my mind that if the referee taking care of business, Gerald McCullough would not be in the condition he's in right now. And, of course, Nigel Ben and him probably would have had another fight and fought another day. This is the way I look at it. But back to Ali Holmes, October 2nd, 1980, man. One of the saddest days as far as my life is concerned, let alone boxing history. I told you, October 3rd, here's Muhammad Ali at a press conference wearing sunglasses at Caesars Palace. And I walked up to him, and I felt okay, this and that, and then I started crying. He said, don't cry for me, I'll be okay. Yeah, never forget that. October 3rd, 1980, my first meeting with the greatest. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Tower of power to the break. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812 800-215-6812 That's 800-215-6812 Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. <laughs> Good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. 
here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760-800-585-4760-800-585-4760. That's 800-585-4760. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Um, how did I get up from the knockdowns? I don't know. That happened again last night. Of course, he got up not once but twice. At the end of the day, Tyson Fury, of course, and Deontay Wilder engaging in a five-knockdown brawl for 10 rounds, 10 rounds or less. It was stopped in the 10th round. At the end of the day, Deontay Wilder came up short, but he came up short by the shortest of, of amounts as far as grit was concerned, as far as his determination um, and his wanting to fight. He went out on his shield. I mean, if you ever want to talk about going on his shield, guess what? You got to go out on your shield. Now, whether there be a fourth fight, without a doubt, they're going to do this again because it's going to make some money. Now, Larry Merchant said he doesn't think it would be good for Deontay Wilder to go do it again because basically you've lost three fights in a row. I mean, why do you need to fight a fourth time unless you're going to just make some money? In other words, it's showbiz. So at the end of the day, Deontay Wilder probably needs a couple fights against a guy named, like Luis Ortiz, maybe, or something like that. In other words, Mm, not a guy that's totally gone, another guy that's totally got it either. So he's got to find himself a good, good couple of comeback foes to build that confidence again. And you know, if he really wants to be a boxer, and I roll my eyes at that one because he can't. He just can't be a boxer. In other words, he should just go back to the basics. The basics are the jab sets up the right hand. And if he just did that, I mean, I think he could do a lot more than a lot. He could prevail and do a lot more than he's done thus far. I really, I really do because he throws hooks and they keep six foot seven. They get wide. You get sloppy, this and that. If he just threw direct shots, Deontay Wilder, you'd have a whole lot going on for you. But guess what? The jab last night, that jab to the body in the first round, that that wasn't thrown correctly. His shoulder wasn't right. In fact, he was throwing a jab and the, the arm was down this net. He was a sucker for a right-hand counter. And once Tyson Fury countered that a couple of times, guess what? The strategy of Deontay Wilder was out the window. Of course, soon thereafter, both guys were getting knocked down. Wilder knocked down three times. Fight eventually stopped. At the end of the day, Tyson Fury, the world heavyweight champion. Now, next week, we hope to have the WBC president, Mauricio Suleiman, on today's, on uh, the Sunday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, and Claire Burke. Claire Burke is always a uh, a character per se. I love to have her on. She's got you never know what she's going to say. She's like a a firefly. I kid you not. Anyway, Mauricio and hopefully Larry Merchant as well next week. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Thirty five, thirty six, make that thirty seven plus years now of knocking out all bumps. I thank you so much for tuning in to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, this is your inside look in the world boxing brought to you by the World Boxing Council. Check out the WBC's interactive website at wbcboxing.com. The executive producer, the one that's been struggling for a couple of weeks now as far as his health is concerned, but the great Scott Cuddy 
He endured He endured today. I thank you so much, Scott. No doubt about that. He's dear to me. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, often imitated but never duplicated, Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217. 